I V M. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Shunya One. Here we are, kicking off uh, 2022, the new series of episodes. How's it going, Amit? I'm doing well. 2022. How many do you think we're gonna do? Do you think we're gonna hit all 52 weeks? Well, I, I guess we hit last week and we hit this week. Do you think we'll do another 50? I think we should be able to. I think uh, so too. It's going to be challenging, yeah. but I think we'll get there. I, how many of them will be from home and from the studio? I am still doubtful on because, well, we're still in COVID times. Uh, we're in. Are we officially in wave three by now? I have no idea. <laughs> I uh, I don't know either. I, by by the time this thing will come out, God knows, right? I mean, like you, know, you can't exactly. predict day to day, right? So forget uh, week to week or month to month, right? And uh, I read this thing uh, online somewhere where a doctor was writing about how five days ago this was Bombay, right? Five days mm-hmm. ago, lowest number of COVID admits in a year, and last night, uh, entire COVID uh, unit is full. Exactly. So, so I mean, this should this is going so fast. Who knows? Exactly. So by the time this airs, yes, we are, might just be in the thick of wave three, which I think has officially begun. So <laughs> that's <laughs> good as time as any to stay yeah. home, stay safe, and keep listening to this show. Another very, very, very interesting one. In fact, today, yeah, uh, we're talking to uh, two co-founders of Seco, Seco dot AI, and. I think we just this is a very fascinating platform, and we got some really good insights uh, from both of these folks who are actually, uh, you know, professionals in their uh, in their own right who have come together to build this uh, product yeah. and a very unique product in the ed tech huge ed tech space, which is which is I think doing a very important job. Uh, really looking forward to this. It caught me by surprise, to be honest with you. I mean, like you know, I had looked at the website and I was kind of like, "Oh, okay, interesting. This is a, you know, ed- uh, job education placement kind of like business. Seems interesting." But when we got into it, right, I was like, "Oh, wow!" And like you know, it was really, really approached from a different way than anything I've ever heard. So, this is a good one. Yeah, and I think this listening to this will really open up uh, everyone to the world of. You know, upskilling and vocational upskilling, which is, I think, getting more and more important each day, especially for people who are getting into jobs. So, really looking forward to you guys enjoying the conversation. Let's take a break, uh, go back, and talk to Divya and Aryant from Seco. Hey, Aryant, Divya, welcome to Shunya One. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Our pleasure. Super excited to be here. Thank you so much. Excited. Both of you are pro content creators, of course. So I can see that you know you have the professional setup. Uh, <laughs> you guys are well prepared, like uh, uh, unlike most of our podcast guests, which is which is amazing. It's been good, like a year or two. Yeah, so high quality mics, ring lights. These have all become things uh, as part of the course. <laughs> you know, but I think that's what's changed, right? I think COVID converted everyone into a creator. So it's a super crowded market, but a very exciting one to be a part of. So, you know, lots to disrupt. Really, um, so looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, you know, on that note, like, what could you tell us a little bit of background about your maybe personal backgrounds as well, right? As before this, uh, what were you doing, and what prompted you to sort of take this plunge into a, 
uh, like you said, it's a creator space, it's ed tech, it's uh, digital education. It's so many, you can attach so many hashtags. Shop tech, like, <laughs> to it. so many labels. Exactly. <laughs> I'll start. Uh, I've been in the education space now for the past 15 years. You know, really worked with the skilling ecosystem. You know, actually laid out the policy for skill development, the National Skill Development Corporation, Uh, At last count, my last company was running 150 skilling vocational centers where we were training 50,000 sort of young girls and boys uh, for different jobs uh, and professions. And the reason for that is basically that while we have colleges and universities, unfortunately, at some level, this higher education system of ours is broken, right? 70% of our youth is unemployable. Uh, So while you have businesses which want talent, uh, at the other end, you don't have the right skill sets. So pre-COVID, I was doing this physically through vocational centers. Um, You know, COVID actually was a blessing in disguise because it shut down our centers. Uh, It moved people to phones, to laptops. And, uh, you know, and that's how really Seco was born. Can we create a platform uh, that can actually take this gap, this gap between the CV and the JD of a student? Can we remove that? Uh, And SECO is really that platform that brings uh, three different stakeholders together at one point, which is the student, uh, the creator or the content, and finally the business. So, uh, you know, I think it's during COVID that um, me, Aryant, and Ajit got together. I let Aryant jump in at this point. Sure, yeah. So, as she said, like, um, you know, me and Ajit have actually been working together as founders for the last 10 years. He's the tech guy, I'm the Dhanda person. And together we've helped build out startups like HealthCart. Uh, 1MG, which recently got acquired by Tata. Uh, Then we built our own chatbot business that we sold to Freshworks, uh, spent some time at Freshworks. So seeing sort of rocket ships of different sizes and shapes, uh, you know, Freshworks IPO was huge. Um, But in the last 10 years, you know, me and Ajit have always believed that how can technology create change? Um, You know, ultimately in the last decade or so, we have seen the startup ecosystem evolve. We saw e-commerce go from my parents not believing me, why are you wasting all this money we spent on your education and trying to sell things online, to where we are today. And, you know, that kind of change through technology is what has driven me and Ajit always. Um, So if you take that and apply to what Divya just said about Seco, you know, we believe Seco can solve one of India's most fundamental problems, uh, which is of employability. Uh, But, you know, on the other hand, don't get us wrong. Impact is great. We're all about impact. Uh, But we are a funded startup. So we're all about creating massive value for everybody. And I don't think there's any harm and both can be done simultaneously. So we imagine Seco as a new age career school that will help the youth maximize their earning potential. What are different areas you've identified as Seco, right, that you think are the things that are holding most people back from, like, you know, prospering in their career to the extent they can, right? What, well, from a product lens, what would you say are, like, you know, the biggest learnings that you would have had around this stuff? I mean, I think uh, when what we realized was that, you know, it starts from the basic question of what do you need to do? So, you know, when I when I look at students, when we talk to students and really we've had students from 
uh, a bit spilani to the iits uh, they actually don't know which sector do we want to join what are the product roles and where do i fit in uh, so i think that's the starting journey of our product for seco as well as for the students so how we have looked at it is we've identified 10 high pull as well as high demand sectors uh what we mean by that is these are sectors which have a massive demand for skilled talent uh we're concentrating on areas like product finance consulting um scm operations marketing uh and within this you then do a drill down where you do a match between the student and their skill sets where exactly is your uh you know where where do you fit in and what are the gaps that you need to fill to get to that job so i think the beauty of what we've done is we've actually taken a jd and we've broken it down into skills so if you're talking about saying uh, digital marketing you know these are the 10 skills that you need there'll be four or five that be specific to marketing which might be canva the required software you need to do or the experience um, but there'll also be common skills which could be communications emails you know career guidance uh, and you can li- literally just map yourself assess yourself across these parameters and then personalize your learning journey to take this forward i can dig a lot into the deeper tech but maybe yeah. we'll hold on to that <laughs> um yeah, i just wanted to add one more quick point so you know like you said or like devya said also ultimately it's about the customer and my customer is gen z they are the youth and uh, they're either still about to graduate college or they're in early parts of the career so we're very much focused on that 20 to 30 year old band and this gen z is born on video they are born on tiktok they are born on insta um so you know all of the science that devya was just mentioning and we can go deeper into it needs to be then packaged in a fun manner ultimately the challenge is that learning is boring let's be honest nobody wants to learn for learning sake except maybe you know the the few percentage out there so how can yeah. you make it fun how can you make it exciting can i create a tiktokish version of learning right so as an example uh, typically recorded content in uh, in the education space has a completion rate of 8 to 11% we do ultra short format 1 minute videos and 1 minute videos which are very similar to a tiktok or an insta reels and we are saying completion rates north of 65% so this is one example of how you package and present the right things to the customer um and you know that's what i've learned in my decade years of experience you always think about the product from a customer first perspective and i can spend a lot of time talking about different examples on how we are trying to recreate the learning experience you know post covid the entire upshot of online learning the everybody is realized that you can't just replicate the classroom experience on zoom mm-hmm. or streamyard you need to rethink it and that is where we spend a lot of time and energy and taken divya science the science of skilling into a fun experience for the customer involved could you kind of just expand on that a little bit like i mean like the idea of you're talking about like when you're talking about the skills that you're trying to impart these are some complex skills right i mean like whether it is learning how to use something like canva or basically you know understanding how to do communication better what have you how Uh, how do you format this into like one minute uh, one minute tiktok friendly or instagram friendly right like you know what what, what is the how do you how is <laughs> exactly like, what you're doing every loves it and every so curious <laughs> 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 i think i'll blend into it you know when you look at 
it's you know think about when you were learning or when you went to college right it's not one thing uh, you go and attend a lesson you go you have a book you have assignments right uh, you have an exam you're probably cheating from uh, the topper in class and you're learning a lot even from the students and the community around you when we talk about edtech and we talk about online education we think that we can take a lesson record it uh, and give a student or a person that learning experience you know and that's what we realize is not going to happen so within a with a for a student we actually have 11 different touch points uh, to teach a particular skill so now if i have to take your example of a digital marketing course uh, the first element is the short content so what we realized is you know coursera is great and it it really it's 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 incredibly valuable in terms of the information you have there but a 40 minute lesson or a one and a half hour lesson will have incredibly short completion times so what we did was let's break this down now the tiktok or a one minute video is what gets you excited right what is digital marketing what is canva why should i know about it and like i said we have about 70 to 75% completion rates on this uh from this we also have mentors uh you'll have actually live sessions because again learning needs to be personalized uh it also needs to be localized so what we have found out that our students in north india want mentors or teachers who are from north india uh our students in south india want south indian mentors so you are able to localize it uh so i would go talk about the seco experience uh through short format videos assessments uh live sessions live sessions mentoring um you know with people who are already in the sector uh online communities where which which are currently on whatsapp soon moving to product uh, where you are discussing topics peer to peer interviews uh and finally this is all gamified so every student gets his own report card in terms of what are your skills what have you done how good you are how great you are and this is connecting you to the jobs uh so when the corporate is actually coming to you they get a report card or an a talent board where they can see okay fine you know what these are the top 100 200 500 people uh in product management in consulting in finance uh so really i think what we are creating is a whole experience um and the beauty of this is um you know technology and product is allowing us to do this at incredible scale um you know 50000 logo ki But, you know padhane mein i'm telling you like jaan nikal jati thi and right. we've already hit uh, 5 lakh students uh, in the past 6 months on seco yeah i think we're trying to take those experiences uh, put that into product and see how we can scale it you know what you're doing is like actually multifold obviously you spoke about almost all the aspects of it it's not just packaging education for the digital you know change in how people learn i mean taking what you did in the classroom to the digital format changing it to the attention spans of students today and then on the other side you also have the business end of the model right which is making it a job board and making it uh, gamifying it so what sequence of events led to the building of this product i mean how can you get to get inside the minds of you uh, as entrepreneurs what was did did all of this happen at once uh, did you did the product evolve from uh, its original vision uh, maybe you know two two years ago to where it is today uh, tell us a little bit of that background so actually you know surprisingly enough the product vision has always stayed the same from day one 
So, you know, our approach to how JD is not equal to CV and how do you use data to actually solve this problem of the skill gap is something that, you know, has stayed from day zero. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. We like drew it up on a whiteboard in a, on a beach somewhere and that has just stuck. Uh, what's interesting is more that has changed and evolved to your question is actually the business model as well as the target audiences. And that is where we have experimented and tried to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Uh, so if I talk about that uh, for a second, the fundamental principle with which we are building product and the underlying technology, which will ultimately use machine learning and AI, has always been data-driven personalized learning. And we stand behind that day one, and I can dig into it. Uh, but what's interesting, and this is true to the entire space that has been called job tech by the VC world, is what is the right business model? Uh, you know, you have companies that don't care about revenue. I'm not going to name any. Uh, there are companies that, uh, you know, have tried postpaid models, income sharing agreements. Uh, do you charge corporates? Do you charge students? What do you really do? Um, how do you make money? And how do you take this to market has been the larger question. And there also we've think we've cracked it on how you have a large top of the funnel. You engage people through free content, whether it's the one minute that we were talking about or longer free, longer format free content, um, and then bring them into different paid products. And there, one of our most exciting announcements uh, that we've just recently done is a very low cost subscription model. At the end of the day, you know, like there is this whole, uh, I guess, conversation around India versus Bharat. And to me, there's no two India, there is one India. And that India is a big market. It is a large problem. The problem that I'm talking about touches 30 to 50 million people. That's a lot. So to approach that, can you really take high quality education, the kind of education experience that I was describing and bring it to everybody? Can I bring it, make it so accessible uh, that it costs under a dollar a month? Can I bring it to a point where there's a thousand rupees a year, a hundred rupees a month, one rupee a class? Can I bring it that powerful? Can I make it that accessible? And that to us will truly solve this problem in a large manner. I think a little bit of an impact girl. You know, there's something that really resonates with me, something called techno-socialism is where mm. technology actually allows socialism to exist, right? Socialism can only exist where there is plenty. You know, uh, when you don't have access, when you only have 100 seats, capitalism will always win out. Technology yeah. allows me uh, to offer product management by the best product managers to hundreds, millions, uh, you know, the crores of our country. And really, I think that's what we're moving towards. Um, that the price points that we can now offer these courses are, are actually uh, phenomenal. Uh, so, you know, if you want to talk about something that impacts the lakhs and the millions. And um, and going back to your original question in terms of the guiding vision behind the product. And again, as someone who's been in this sector for the past 15 years, um, for us, what's really important has been outcome. Uh, so, you know, learning is fun, learning is great, yeah. um, but it needs to be outcome driven. And how do you define mm-hmm. that outcome? It cannot just be a certificate. Uh, you know, SECO certified means something. You know, when I have corporates who are coming to me, 
uh, and who are vying for my students, uh, who are vying for our users. Uh, you know, I, I think that's when it's valuable. And that's really something that's been driving us for the past two years. And we're pretty close to getting there now. So, you know, if further on the topic of also this, the, the second part of the product, which is the certification and the, you know, the job enablement part of that vision. How do you, uh, how do you also balance that with, let's say, uh, the actual, the, the content creation piece, right? Because you, uh, these two industries have been tied together, but they have also been fairly in distinct, right? I mean, that's also the crutch of the education system, that education system teaches fundamentals and then job seekers, the, the employers need practical skills. And that's been the biggest gap. Where are you seeing, where are you doing, where are you seeing that bridge and what part of the game do you start? What part of this do you actually aim to solve for, you know, on either side, like uh, going deep into job and upskilling and maintenance of talent versus going further back into more fundamental education, like how expanding on both sides? Are I think you? it's a great question. And I'm very happy that you've caught on. Like, you know, this has historically been the problem that these are two siloed solutions. Somebody else is doing certification. Somebody else is doing training. Somebody else is running a job board, but it doesn't work until it comes together. The left hand and the right hand need to talk to each other. Uh, so I'll answer shortly and I'll let Vivya expand. Um, yeah, fundamentally, what we believe, and that's what the underlying technology is, that can we, we create a skills taxonomy that ties the individual and the JD. So going a little bit deeper into the tech part, um, ultimately, we believe um, that the matching needs to happen between the individual and the job. A CV or a JD today are unstructured data. Can I convert this into structured data around a skills taxonomy? Can I measure them on both sides and then bridge or match that gap? So a little bit deeper would be that simply, uh, can I break down the skills of an individual? Can I break down the skills of a job description and then scientifically match it using machine learning? Uh, you know, somebody will write a job description must have good communication skills. Yeah, what does that really mean? I can't quantify that. Yeah. Let the best jobs or job boards in the world try to like work on that uh, problem statement. And, and everyone and will say that. It's not like... And the CV says, I have best communication skills, sir. Please hire me, right? So I'll, I'll, give you an, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, I know this sounds really complicated, but I'll give you a really simple example. Excel, right? Sabko, everyone needs to know Excel. Um, but what do you mean by that? Right? Do you need to know just how do you open a sheet? How do you make a format? Mm. Uh, so if you're an analyst, you probably need to know storytelling via Excel. You need to be able to create data sheets from an Excel model. That is the skill. Mm. So that is what we will concentrate on. And maybe at some level, you know, for the basics of Excel, there's a recorded content, you know. Um, and like you said, I feel like that's maybe what the basic education college is supposed to do for you. So let us yeah. work on the specifics you need to know uh, to actually get the job. Uh, so I think I would say that we, we're, we're a career school that is on top. That's a layer on top of your college, uh, on top of whatever you're doing right now, where you're getting your basic skills. But let us teach you the, exactly what you need to do to get where you need to be ready. And this is why, like, this has had such, so much excitement in this space uh, from the VC world, from entrepreneurs. Right. 
because now post covid people are seeing how both of these can come together the job as well as the upskilling of the content piece and i think we are one of the few companies doing it very very scientifically yeah and shalita i actually worked with uh, the you know actually need the skills framework for the country so mm-hmm. spend about yeah. Five years actually writing down NSQFs, etc. Wow. Uh, so happily, though we a lot of our tech is actually based on that. So our entire job boards, our content, uh, every piece of content is actually mapped to a skill, which is mapped to an NSQF. Uh, you know, which will hopefully come together uh, over a period of time. Wow. I mean, I want to get a lot more into uh, the specifics of actually both sides of this. Uh, obviously, the tech and product, because I think there's a lot to unwrap there uh, on how you do this at scale. But before that, we're going to take a quick break uh, and come back and talk to the both of you. Thank you. Hey, uh, so really, really interesting uh, stuff that we got into in the first half, right? But what I uh i wanted to kind of ask a little bit more about uh the mapping of the skills you were discussing right now right right before we broke you spoke about uh how you were working on like you know defining skills in different ways and uh, could you expand on that a little bit i mean like you know uh what were you doing how did you go about doing that and how is that uh working with the existing or, or with the seco product right and, I mean, and what like, is that framework actually the nsqf yeah. framework i mean i don't think too many people here have even heard that before I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I was just like, did I miss something while we were having this conversation? You're like, and you still get started. This is going to take two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> but then podcast, and I can do these things, right? Yes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so interestingly, you know, the NSQF is the National Skills Qualification Framework, and what they basically say is that every job is broken down into actual roles that you are supposed to do and these roles then have uh, skills mapped to them uh, you know so within it's basically and then a lot of these roles then are put together to create a job pack uh, that you're doing so within this you can basically so within like you know we were, we were joking about communication skills or we're talking about uh, computing computing maths etc that's actually broken down you know when you say you need to know english then what level of english do you need to know uh, reading writing comprehension you know should you be able to write a 3000 word essay or a 5000 word paper uh, these are actually uh, quantified and mapped against different skills so you can actually say an nsqf level 7 is equivalent to i think third year college so they are all there's equivalency around across this board i'll just add something here uh, so you know what happened is that the government of india decided that higher education can't be done for everybody and hence vocational learning became a key area right how do you get more people to enter the workforce effectively so a lot of this framework like the way i was describing is trying to say that even if you don't have formal education can skill education be equated to formal education so kya you know can you be matched to a 10th class 12th pass first year degree second year degree and you'll see this evolving more and more as india moves towards uh, the new policy and everything sorry the way i just want to make that connection go ahead sorry yeah so but i think what's more yeah. interesting about it it is for the first time it actually gives businesses uh, a formal framework when they go looking for people right at this point of time it's like meko mba chahiye and bcom chahiye 
but the level of an MBA between uh, the I, you know, between the top grade schools uh, to some of the smaller schools in the smaller cities and the smaller towns, uh, it's ridiculous. You know, so how do you really ensure that equivalency? And I think that's what Seco is being able to do, is when we're checking for your competency, whether it's in communications, numeracy, Excel. Uh, how good you are for a particular role. So if you're in finance, consulting, marketing, supply chain, uh, we're actually mapping you against this. So within, for example, in supply chain, what are the competencies you need to know? Uh, you know, do you actually have them? These are simple tests, uh, simple objective or psychometric testing uh, that can at least place you on a talent board so you know uh, where this person stands. Uh, so very importantly, like I started off, we're very outcome focused. So for us, what's really important is the outcome at the end of the day is going to be the corporate. Uh, so when the corporate is actually looking at a student, uh, they have a really clear idea of, you know, an Ajay or Ravi or Priya. She might be from Chandigarh and Vijay might be from Itawa, but I know what scale they are on. Uh, and how they map to my employment and my jobs. And, and so this is part of what we would have as somebody using Seco would be able to kind of figure out, right? As they're doing it, they'd be able to kind of map like that. All right. Absolutely. And so, I, I, but again, I mean, like, you know, there's a second side to this problem that you're describing here, right? Which is the terrible job descriptions that people like me write. Uh, which are vague and like, you know, full of nonsense, right? So, I mean, like, how does one uh, get to the point? Because again, to be able to take- You're talking about making employers also smarter. Absolutely. Actually, that's an easier part, right? Because uh, fortunately or unfortunately, most people are lazy. So, like you, Amit, nobody actually wants to write a job description. <laughs> you know, they're like, if we make a job, we're more than happy. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of our effort is actually, you know, the fields that Divya was describing earlier. Can we just create basic templates of what the right JD is, right? So, let's say if you're looking for a audio artist, uh, there are certain skills that you need. Now, that should be a predefined sort of template for you. And maybe you come in and make your adjustments and your personalizations. Uh, but I can't let you come in and just sort of start with your own, you know, blank piece of paper and start writing random JDs. Uh, so there has to be some constraint in terms of which skills and going back to the framework that Divya was describing can be used in certain job families. So we provide these ready-made JD templates with the skills and the levels defined to corporates as a starting point. Sorry, Divya, were you saying something? I think that's why it's really fun to have Ajit as a CTO and Aryans, you know, they're like magicians. Uh, but but yeah, we, we actually have an incredibly strong uh, jobs uh, backend uh, ATS platform that's actually connecting it. Um, and again, I, I, I talk about it. Normally jobs or normally this is an afterthought, right? Let's make a course, let's create a content. Oh, by the way, now let's just add a job board to it. Uh, and I think this is something we've been incredibly clear from, from day one, uh, that we are based on skill and we are based on outcome um, and end result, with which is a job by the end. You mentioned that you have, uh, you know, you've obviously building this template out. You're actually creating uh, this e equal language of both job seekers as well as employers to, you know, speak on where they have this common templating of skills. Uh, is it, is this, by the way, something which you, uh, 
very few companies you think are doing, especially the tech, uh, current tech uh, crop of uh, companies out there. Because I think it's the first time I've heard a conversation focusing on these this sort of a vocational skilling mm-hmm. templatization and which, you, and you've and been to be honest podcast so, so I yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest uh, to be honest it's it's also something you don't hear in uh, you know traditional education frameworks as well i mean the colleges and schools uh, again i don't know what their backends are and what their uh, education parameters are but the boards uh, ed, ed boards seem to be still fairly the same i mean i have heard haven't heard of radical transformation in a long time over there as well right and and we are very proud that i think we are one of the few companies globally thinking about this uh, there are at least one or two good examples in the us that i can think of that are doing a, a far sort of deeper job than perhaps even we are slightly more mature companies in india mm-hmm. very few uh, at least in our space hardly any in k through 12 which is a slightly more mature market for india I know there is a lot of good work happening in terms of machine learning, um, and I, in China, I've met a couple of companies, uh, but again, very K through twelve focused, uh, that are taking right. this kind of a deeper look. Um, but in our space, on the other hand, most people that you speak to will agree that this is the right solution or right direction. Uh, but like the way I said, building the technology around it is neither easy. Uh, nor for the faint-hearted, so that's why we are very proud of having taken this approach. So, so talk to talk to us about that also a little bit now. You know, you you guys are branded as Seco dot AI. Uh, now right. we know that the dot AI tag is is uh, grossly used, uh, you know, and become super popular over the last few years. Uh, but tell us this how a, it applies good, to you. This is a good question, and the way I'm going to take this. Um, so, you know, this is the fifth startup that I'm building with Ajit. Right, Ajit really wrote the first app for One MG. Uh, right, the first app written by him that went viral to a million users. Uh, we were one of the first guys in the world to create chatbots. Chatbot as a word didn't exist. Right, um, it was called automated chat. 2015. Yeah. Uh, there were a handful of companies around the world, and our tech was fairly superior. So in all these years, when I said Ajit, yeah, please, I'm going to dot AI domain. Lena. He's like, no, I don't. I'm not allowed because .AI is not applicable. You're just fooling people. You know, he's like the the straight, solid, like tech technocrat. So when we were building a chatbot business, it was called Joe Hukum, and he refused to let me use AI in either of our deck in buying the domain. So when we did Seco, he's like, finally, hi, AI level. ये तो ये तो real AI है. We are actually going to use machine learning and AI at its core. Uh, so you know that is really the truth behind it. You know, even at Freshworks, Ajit helped build out the AI system. Um, so we get what it really means. Like you said, it's been an overused term. Everybody's sort of uh, you know misusing it. Uh, but in its true form, for its true application, it can be super powerful. And we never believe that AI will uh, you know replace humans, uh, but always only augment them. Uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, you know the creativity of a human being cannot be taken away. But uh, you know, Sheila and Amit, like honestly, again, um, as someone who has been here about you know three years back, it was impossible to imagine that a student would learn uh, on a computer. Right? It mm-hmm. was impossible to imagine. We've tried this. You could make the fanciest of ERPs and 
you know, it would be hard to get teachers to use even PowerPoints. And we've seen that with multiple technology companies in the education space before. Um, but the world has changed, right? And, you know, EdTech is definitely a place that has been transformed. And it is only now that true personalization is possible. It's possible for me. I don't have to put everyone in a 40, you know, uh, person cohort and put everyone through a three-year program irrespective of where you started from you know that's always been our education system for the first time uh, we actually have the ability to not put everyone in a bus uh, with a given starting and drop-off point you know we can actually say hey you know what you already know these things I don't need to teach you these things again um, you know, fine, you might be in a Gorakhpur, but you do have the skill sets to become a product manager in Facebook. And we have had students who've been able to do that. Uh, and SQL wow. really is working on that personalization where it's saying that, hey, uh, this is where you're at. These are the five or 10 things you need to do. Uh, we started off with saying, you know, democratization or unbundling. You can choose. You can choose, yeah, these are the five things I need to do. I have three weeks uh, and this will help me crack this particular interview, you know, or hey, I have six months. Uh, I can go in deeper and try for a larger role or, or, or a different profile. And these like these success stories are ultimately what make ones happy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, somebody uh, who went through our product program and got a job as an APM at Flipkart, um, a girl who went through our program and got a consulting gig at the big four, uh, my favorite is, uh, uh, and that's just because I teach the entrepreneurship course, uh, somebody who went through, the, went through the entrepreneurship program actually then raised the seed round two months later. It made me so wow. happy, right? <laughs> so um, this kind of impact and outcome that Divya has been underlying, that to us is the, you know, the flaps of the butterfly that have a very, very far-reaching effect um, and ultimately makes it all worth it. Wow. You know, you both of you and, you know, Ajit as well, you guys are all from, like, you know, you said yourselves, you're, you're very true to your passions and the kind of backgrounds that you've all had. Uh, and you continue to do this even at, you know, at, at, uh, at this sort of a new product, new company uh, that, you've, uh, that you're building together. Uh, you're also getting on board, uh, you know, like, in, especially for the life classes piece, you're Focusing on, you know, getting, I think you said, mentors from various places. This, how do you keep the bar high on the quality? Uh, just like you imagine for yourselves, uh, you know, how do you keep the bar high on that, uh, that you're di- giving out, the education that you're giving out, the upskilling that you're giving out? I, I, give, because- I give all the credit to, I give all the credit to Divya here. Uh, you know, her yeah. clear sort of motto and DNA that she's imbibed into the company has always been, best of class. So whatever you do, can it be best of class? And, you know, there is no good quality, bad quality in life. It's always wherever you are playing, can you be the best in that space that you're playing? Um, Devi, I'll let you expand on that. I always say something. I was like, there are never any bad students, right? Like, it's impossible. We like, bachche badmash, wo classes nahi attend ke. And, you know, I'm very, very, very sad. I was like, there can absolutely be no bad students. We need to figure out a way to engage them. If they're not finishing a 40-minute course, let's make it into a 60 seconds one, right? Like some things, it's you know, the WhatsApp community will work. Your, um, you know, your live sessions will work. You'll have to change the language. Uh, so I think as as a company, we genuinely believe uh, student first. 
you know, as long as we can help them in their journey, uh, we're going to be successful. And, uh, you know, the, the thing is, if, you know, three of us uh, between Ajit and Ariyant, if we can't get the best teachers uh, on a platform to teach our students, then who can? Uh, you know, sorry being a little cocky here, but, but really, and we've really been able to pull in. If you're talking about consulting, we've got the partners uh, from the big force coming in teaching. If you're talking about finance, we've got the, you know, and now, like I said, we can. Uh, so let's right. get the best people, not just for content, uh, but who are actually doing the job. Um, and, and, you know, I think a lot of people are excited to give back. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, people who are, who've been learning, who've been a part of the community. And now it's possible. You can take out two, three hours in a week uh, to sort of teach, be a part of the student community. So we've been able to pull in some incredible mentors uh, who, who are part of this ecosystem. And, so very, very um, soon you'll get a call from us asking you to record about how to podcast course. But jokes aside, yeah, there is obviously a lot of underlying tech also, like you asked, quality is very important. So can we collect feedback and we use data to constantly iterate on content? You know, we go to the lens of understanding where the drop-off is at 46th second, what are the trends, why is somebody dropping off at a particular piece of content? What are the different mm-hmm. forms of engagement? How do you collect feedback from the student and ensure that every session, every slide, every part of the content is constantly improving? It's not like make it, forget it, right? It's an iterative yeah. process where you keep improving, keep improving. Um, and as long as you do it scientifically, then you're always moving in the right direction. Brilliant. I mean, on you know, on that note, you know, obviously you guys are growing super fast. Uh, I know you're... Uh, just like any uh, other startup, uh, you're sure you guys are uh, not just hiring, but you're also sort of leveling up. So what what can, you know, as closing notes, what can from either of you, if you can share, what is it that you look at for Seco in the next, you know, 12, 18 months? Uh, this is not a v- typical VC question. I think it's more genuine about what, what you want to do, where you want to see your community expand. What What outcome do you want? to see happen uh, that you guys will drive. And of course, do share where people listening to this show can reach out to you and uh, reach, communicate with you as well. Sure. Uh, yeah, from my perspective, very simple. Um, all we want is user love. Uh, so we are seco.ai, find us on LinkedIn, find us on Insta. Um, I want everybody out there to love us, like us, and help us create that brand, create that effect that is important. So for all the listeners out there, do look us up on seco.ai, on our social handles, and give us your feedback, hopefully mostly positive. Um, You know, I want user love, and that is the most important thing for us in the coming one year. And that's all I ask for. Uh, I want people to talk to us. I want people to respond. I want people to at least know who we are and spread the message. Uh, Because for us, this is a challenge of scale. And I need every single person helps out there uh, to get our message across to the larger population. Um, I'll take the closing words. I genuinely feel that employability is one of the largest challenges that is facing our Gen Z. We have the largest, largest 
youth population in the history of our planet right india has an unbelievable number of people who are under 25 years of age uh, and it is disheartening it is scary if these people and these students are unemployable or not getting where they can and they should in life uh, and really and that's the vision that's the belief that we've set up seco with uh, this is really i think for all three of us uh, our um our effort to make a change uh, for the community for the society that's given us so much uh, and that's seco for us ultimately it's a platform uh, to help the gen z uh, to get where they want in life where they need their career uh, we're growing every day so like aryan said please reach out uh, tell us how we can do this better uh, and join us join us as uh, as our users join us to contribute give us your opinions come on board as mentors uh, and i'm very serious amish aditya i need both of you on seco uh, it's a platform that we want to get people together to really make an impact in the change so absolutely reach out. absolutely absolutely no happy to uh, help out where we can uh i'll just uh, remind everybody quickly that uh if you enjoyed this conversation that we had with devyan arihant please do let a friend know uh let them uh, try and spread the word about this also if you enjoyed this conversation do drop us a rating or a review wherever you're listening to us on whether it's apple podcast spotify or any of the other platforms Yes, and you know, Divya Aryan, thank you so much for this. Uh, I think there's so much more content we can probably get out of if we had, you know, another hour uh, of just talking to both of you, uh, given the cumulative backgrounds and the, you know, so much thought you've put into the product. But we let everyone listening sort of go try it out, try Seco for themselves, uh, because I think uh, whatever stage of life you are, especially if you're in that in the employable age or just going to be. uh it's something which you can't miss i think there's uh, absolute value in upskilling yourself all always uh i trust me i mean uh, i would love to learn a few more skills uh which would <laughs> probably make me a better uh not just podcaster but better uh, anything else in life so <laughs> thank you so much for uh, having us like you said we believe in seco every day so that's that's what our motto is and thank you so much for having us here pleasure thank you guys